What is up everybody? In this video, I'm going to share some thoughts that I have on creativity and I want to open up a dialogue or discussion that we can have about this. And I want to primarily focus on the importance of having non-photography influences on what we do as photographers. I obviously have a huge passion for photography. It's something that I have had a lifelong love affair with. I've made 560 some odd videos up to this point on it. And it is very important to me. And one of the things that I am fascinated about with photography is all the disciplines that come into play. You have things like science, optics, chemistry, electronics. There's a whole art side to it. And it's very different than something like sculpture or painting. Now, sculpture and painting are wonderful mediums too, but they're very different in that it requires the artist to have a certain hand skill set, and you're basically creating something on a blank canvas. Photography, in some ways, is the opposite of that, in that we are capturing something that already exists that can be seen. Sometimes we have control over elements in this and how it's set up, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's improvisational. I think Richard Avedon put this very eloquently when he said that photography, it's almost like photographs have a life of their own. They have a pre-existence and it is our job as photographers to discover those moments and interpret them to bring them into life. And I think that's really poetic and it's really beautifully put. But because photography is so specific, I think one of the problems that we have as photographers is we are very insular. We are very isolated into our own little world of what photography is and who the people are within that. And we don't really reach outside of that. And I've done a lot of these creative thinking videos. Uh, I did one two weeks ago called Creative Doubt. And we were talking about, there was a response to a question that was asked on how do you deal with times when you question your own work and when you doubt your, your, your output and when you start to question things. And I think one of the appropriate responses for this is the importance of having things that aren't so related into what we do and how those can influence us as artists. And I think, I'll give you one example here. If you know me, you know I am a huge craft beer nerd. And that's an understatement. But I love craft beer. And that is an industry that 20 years ago was old, dead, tired, stale, flat. It was big corporations that were selling an inferior product to the public, but because it was beer, it would sell. And within the last 20 years, you've had this influx of a younger generation that's come in and made microbreweries and infused this creativity and excitement and passion into it that's made that a really exciting space to watch. Now, how does this relate to photography? Well, I'll give you an example. One of my favorite breweries that has really inspired me, oddly as a photographer, is Dogfish Head. They're out of Maryland, and Dogfish Head are highly experimental in what they do. A couple of years ago, they really grabbed my attention when they did this Ancient Ale series. Now, this was a collaboration that they did with a molecular archaeologist named Dr. Pat McGovern. And they had several beers in the series. One was called Theobroma, which translates into food of the gods. And this was based off of um, basically chocolate, frag chocolate that was found on pottery fragments in Honduras, which challenged the whole historical notion of who developed chocolate first? Where did that come from? And of course, it tasted nothing like chocolate, but it was that tie to the past, and they brought it up into a modern era. One of my favorite examples was a beer they did called Tahankit, which was an Egyptian-based beer. And there actually is a Netflix series called Brewmasters where you can see them doing this. But they went to Egypt and took these Petri dishes that were baited to capture a yeast strain that was literally thousands of years old. Now, 
if you know what yeast is, it's a living thing and it's incorporated into beer. And all of a sudden you're consuming a product that has a relationship to the pyramids of thousands of years old. It's amazing. They're taking something from the past and they are bringing it up to the present and making it of our time. And Dogfish Head are very of our time. And you know, that's craft beer and that's, you know, I, I would actually argue to say that that will be considered an art form a hundred years from now. I think we'll look back at this as a time where that is something that was not considered an art form earlier that is now. And I'll give you another example, which is food. You know, again, 20, 30 years ago, chefs were not celebrities. Now they're rock stars. If you look at Gordon Ramsay or Jamie Oliver, those people are rock stars and they have changed that industry. And now there is an emphasis and an audience for fine dining that there hasn't always been. And another show I'm watching on Netflix right now that I'm about halfway through that has been just unbelievably inspirational to me is called Chef's Table. And I don't want to spoil anything, um, but I want to tell you what it's about. So this is a documentary series. You probably have not heard of most of the chefs on here. They do a different chef in every episode, and each little episode is a little bio documentary on that individual. And they go all over the world to find these people. And all the chefs are two, three Michelin star chefs. They know what they're doing. They have high-end restaurants. And what's interesting to me about this series, you need to check it out. First of all, several of these chefs are very much influenced by the art world. And so it's kind of the opposite of what I'm talking about right now, where I'm saying we need to find influences to bring into photography, to dig us out of ruts, to, to challenge our creative thinking, to inspire us, to influence us to do bigger and better things. These are chefs that look to the art world to inspire that. So whether that's Jackson Pollock or whoever that is, they're involving those influences into what they do. Now there are two things that strike me as, as common threads among all the chefs that I have seen featured up till midway through season two where I am now. All of them, one, are represented because it's biographical. They are represented by the struggle. So they were rising in their career and they hit a point where they hit a wall and they had to start over and they had to rebuild. And some, it depends person to person, but some of these people had a point where they needed to find their own identity again. Sometimes it was a health issue. Now, they're different issues, but it's, it's very common and you realize this is something that we all deal with. The second thread that I think is interesting that pretty much between every person in there, now these are all big name chefs who have restaurants that are award-winning and of note, and they are all very individualized in what they do. You don't become a Michelin star chef by flipping burgers. You have to be creative, you have to have a passion, you have to be offering something completely different than anything else out there. And all of these people say basically the same thing, that there comes a point where they had to express themselves and you can't care what anybody else thinks about that. You, you can't control it and you can't let it take you over. And for me, that is a huge Zen moment. And you know, in the first however many episodes I've watched, that that is a common issue that we all have. If you're gonna do something unique, it's going out there on a limb. It is going into territory where you feel no one has gone before and it's scary. And you're afraid what people are gonna think of that. And you're afraid how that's gonna be interpreted. But the thing is, is you, do, you can't control any of those elements. So the only thing you can do is do what is right for you to do and have fun with it. Now, back to photography. Tell me that doesn't influence me in some way. It influences me to the nth degree. I mean, I'm enormously inspired by these things and they're important and I think they're beautiful and I think that's what we need to be reaching for as photographers. Like I said, photography is a, is a beautiful medium. I have dedicated my life to it and it is something that 
as a result of being very specific, can be so insular. And when was the last time we had somebody in the world of photography that blew the doors off the joint? When was the last time we had an Ansel Adams or an Henri Cartier-Bresson or a W. Eugene Smith? They don't come along that often. And in some ways, I don't think it would be me because I'm not of that talent level, but it's, it's, I think that we're waiting on that. Somebody is going to come along that is going to do it, and it could be one of you guys. It probably will be one of you guys. I mean, that's the, the amazing thing, and that's what we all share in this. Anyway, I am way off in another world right now because I'm thinking about this and how inspiring it is. I'm going to link up to some of these things um, now so you can go watch them. If you don't have Netflix, the trailers are available on YouTube, so I will link them up here. And if you've enjoyed this video, please remember to like it, share it, subscribe to The Art of Photography for more videos. Get your camera. Get out there and do some good. Until the next video, I'll see you guys then. Later.